You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. for an all-purpose life, wherever you are and however you're hearing, they call me Mr. You, the podcast. Thanks again for making us a part of your morning, your day, and your week with your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. You can find us on our YouTube channel at They Call Me Mr. You, as well as Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining our show. Really appreciate you guys' support. It's been lovely to see it, to hear your questions and comments about the show and about topic ideas and all you've been laying out for us and how it's been impacting you personally. Even as you're sharing it with friends and family, we love to hear what's going on around the country. Uh, we're not growing as fast enough as I'd like us to grow, but I'm really grateful for what's taking place and what's happening. You know, I, I frequently share stories about my personal life and my upbringing on this podcast. If you go back to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, however you hear us in the audio only days where we weren't doing any video podcasts, it was just audio especially in the first couple of seasons, I shared a whole lot about where I come from and things that I've learned over the years that were kind of embarrassing to me to share that. And then some things that were like kind of profound, like, wow, (laughs) I see why you went through that. It makes a lot of sense. Now I see how you got to where you are. So a lot of life lessons come through this podcast, but I want to just ask some questions and kind of keep this open today and just kind of get some thoughts from you. There's some things that are on my heart that I want to share uh, and hopefully they make sense. Let me know they don't. Uh, I'll definitely try to correct that going forward. But I'm going to ask you a question. Are you a runner or are you a stayer? I know I'm an English major, so even part of me cringes by even saying that. But <laughs> are you a runner or are you a stayer? I believe that we are in a place we need to recognize our enemy's tactics. Well, it, that goes a lot deeper than uh, maybe we have time for today, but I do my best to try to get it all in here during the short time that we have together. But we need to understand our enemy's tactics. It's really unwise for a military force who has an enemy in a neighboring country to not recognize their tendencies, not recognize how they operate, how they function. What are they? What's their uh, proclivity to do certain things? How do they do that? You know, why do they do that? It's wise to know your enemy. It's wise to know your adversary. I don't care if it's in martial arts. I don't care if it's on the basketball court or on the football field. It's definitely good to know your adversary so you understand how they function, how they operate, so you can plan and adjust mid-game or mid-contest to to definitely make uh, the chances of you being successful a lot faster and a lot better. Why are we talking about that? Because in case you didn't know, if it's uh, unknown to you at this time, I, I'm probably going to be busting a bubble in your life, and I don't intend to, but I'm going to be honest and clear here. 
the person that's giving you a hard time on your Twitter account or always hating on your Facebook post is not your enemy. They may be a pain in your neck, but they're not your enemy. There may be a lot of things. You may have names to describe them. They may occupy a certain part of your mind, have real estate in your head, free of charge, but they're not your enemy. However, we do have an enemy. We do have an adversary. The Bible teaches us that he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But the Bible encourages us that Jesus comes to bring life and life more abundantly. I know most people, if they have any kind of common sense, they would choose the abundant life part if they had the option, right? But our adversary works in certain ways. We need to understand how he works, how he functions, how he promotes things, what he says and does, and how he approaches us, how he attacks us. He likes to use loud sounds, loud noises in life. I don't mean just wars and bangs. I mean loud noises, things that sound like, oh, wow, this is a disruption or this is a jolt for my private peace or my personal sense of security. This is a jolt to my normal your enemy likes to use loud noises and loud sounds to bring panic and bring confusion. The enemy operates in loud noises. But the important thing is, what do you hear and how do you react to what you heard? Because there's going to be loud sounds and loud noises in life. As long as there's an adversary and as long as there's a you, there's going to be loud sounds in life, loud noises in life. The issue isn't whether you hear them or not, because you can put on the headphone like I have on right now, put on earplugs, but you're still going to hear loud sounds and loud noise in life because that's part of the war that we're in. But how do you react to it? And yes, indeed, we are in a war. We're not in peacetime, so we cannot put our armors down. We can't put our sword and helmet down. We're in wartime right now, so we must be fighting. Even that means getting up at three o'clock in the morning to pray, intercede. It means we're at war. We don't have the luxury to relax because the enemy is always advancing against us with loud sounds, trying to bring panic and confusion. Can you not see in the media coverage of things that are going on in our world? A lot of loud sounds, a lot of attempts to bring fear and panic. But how do you react to it? How do you react to the loud sounds? We heard recently about yet another church shooting which is very disheartening to hear in Texas. You can look it up. I'm not going to go into the name of the ministry and such. You can find that. It's not hard to find. But recently we had a church shooting where I think people were somewhat surprised again. They weren't expecting it, but there was a lot of loud sounds and a lot of loud noises. brought panic and confusion, and a little girl is fighting for her life. And multiple other people were actually shot. The enemy uses loud sounds and loud noises to bring panic and confusion. Anybody in any kind of military strategy, they operate in loud sounds and loud noises to bring panic and confusion. It's even so at the city, at the, at the city of Jericho, when the Lord was going to be intended to take the city, what was the first thing that happened? Praise. 
the blowing of trumpets, loud sounds, loud noises, confusing the enemy right before the city of Jericho was taken and all the walls came tumbling down. Our enemy uses loud sounds and loud noises. What's the loud sound in your life that you're hearing that's causing you to doubt what you already know? What's causing you to doubt that God is still with you? What's causing you to doubt that God's going to bring you out of this situation that you're in? What's the loud sounds that's causing panic? What's the loud sounds that's causing fear? We can be boisterous and say, hey, I don't fear nothing. I don't have no panic. I'm good. Okay. But everybody around you may not feel that same way. They may not be as strong as you are spiritually. They may not be as impervious to loud sounds and loud noises as you are. What are the loud sounds? What's the loud noises? Ask you a question at the onset of this episode. Are you a runner or are you a stayer? A little play on words, but a lot of times when we hear loud noises, some people run. <laughs> Excuse me. Some people stay and move toward the source of the sound. Coming from New York City, that was a, that was a phase of our life that was constant. They, they didn't call it a city that never sleeps for no reason. <laughs> it could be a pretty loud place. A lot of sounds. It could be ambulances and it could be trains. It could be planes. It could be cars backfiring. It could be gunshots. It could be sirens. New York is a pretty loud place to be used to quiet and solitude and hearing frogs and crickets. New York would be a blast for you. It'd be a total departure from what you know, it could be a shock to your system because there's a lot of loud noises, a lot of loud sounds. Even four years ago, there were a lot of loud sounds in New York City. People were plunged into a panic and they started wearing masks. Plunged into confusion and started staying home and staying away from everybody and not interacting, connecting at all because of the loud sounds. Because of the loud noises, your enemy, your adversary operates in loud sounds and loud noises to produce panic and confusion. But are you a runner or are you a stayer? And those that are part of the concealed carry world or those that are in military or police, they're trained to move toward the loud sound as opposed to retreat away from it. What's the loud sound in your life? I'm asking you that again. Are you a runner or are you a stayer? Because there's loud sounds in your life. And some of us, if you're being honest about it today, you're running away from the sound. It makes you uncomfortable. It disturbs your peace. It messes up your flow. It is not interacting at all with your normal or your attempt to be normal or have normalcy. So you're running away from the sound. Some are running toward it because they're curious. Or they want to see if they can help make that loud sound stop. They're not afraid of the sound. They're not plunged into panic. They're ready for. They're ready to react. Excuse me. In that church shooting that I was telling you about, there's some people involved in the ministry that ran toward the source of the loud sound. And they stopped the uh, continued assault and the continued attacks that was taking place in the at, at, at the church in the meeting at the time are you a runner or are you a stayer we got loud sounds all around us right now that are plunging supposed to in the panic 
They're wondering what's going to happen next. Are they going to be okay? Are their family going to be okay? Some are running away from it, hiding. They can't handle all this drama. They can't handle all of this. They don't want to be at war. They don't want to fight this fight anymore. They don't want to keep going. It's easier just to just quit and be as passive as possible, to stay as neutral as possible and not get involved in this fight. But I, I got to bust a bubble again. Your adversary doesn't play that game. He's not going to be nicer to you because you decided to quit. He's going to still want your family. He's going to still want your life. He's going to still want your soul. You got to fight. You got to fight no matter what. There was a time back in the book of Genesis, chapter 26, where a word was spoken, a word called Rehoboth, which means open spaces, broad spaces. At the time, Isaac, son of Abraham, did something that was rarely seen. He was able to recognize how blessed he was despite the setbacks. Sounds simple, but in that time, he was faced with a lot of adversity that wasn't his fault, but he had to deal with it because he was there. And because he was present in that moment, he had to deal with the adversity that was before him. He didn't have the luxury to avoid it and try to run to a quiet place because he didn't want to hear the loud noises and the loud sounds that were trying to produce fear and panic and confusion in his life. He had to face that enemy. But know that he's blessed, even in the facing of the enemy. He knows that he's blessed, despite the setbacks he had to deal with. He knows he was blessed. Rehoboth means open spaces, broad spaces. He even said when he dug a well and named it Rehoboth in Genesis 26 and 22, he said the Lord has given us room and we will flourish in the Lord. We're in a place right now, even in the midst of war, even in the midst of setbacks, God has given us broad room to work. He's given us open spaces, open opportunity. All of Israel's or Isaac's enemies in this case were the Philistines and they were taking the wells that Abraham's servants had dug and filling them up so that nobody would have water. This is how vindictive Isaac's enemies were. They would make sure that they wouldn't have any, but you wouldn't have any either. Do you have people like that in your life? They would rather see you fail than see you prosper. They would rather that you both go down together than you to come up out of that crab bucket and live a prosperous life. There was a time in this story where Isaac was in the midst of a famine. That's usually the time when people start running. And go into other lands that have water, that have bread, that have food. But God told Isaac to stay in the land. And you can see that in Genesis 26, verse 2 through 6, that he told him to stay in the land. Stay in the famine. That doesn't make a lot of sense. This is a good time to run, no? I've seen times back home in New York, <laughs> excuse me, where there was an outbreak of gunfire. Of, of mass shootings, of chaos, of blackout, all kind of mayhem that you can think of. I've seen it with my own eyes. 
And the natural instinct for people, because they want to be safe, they run. They run away from the loud sound. They run away from the noise because it's safe. But this is one time where I encourage you. This is one time where God has given you wide open spaces and he's blessing you to prosper and flourish in the place where you are. I just want to just give you a scripture as we close out the episode for today. Check out 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verse 16 to 18. I'm going to read to you in the New Living Translation. I want you to catch this, okay? 2 Corinthians 4, verse 16 through 18 in the New Living Translation. It reads, that is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us. Heard that. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. Don't miss that part. Highlight verse 17 right there. And verse 18 says, so we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. But the things we see now will soon be gone. But the things we cannot see will last forever. If that's not encouraging you, I don't know how else to help you. What the Lord is saying to us in all of this is that the troubles that we're seeing, they won't last long. The loud sounds, the loud noises that are there to produce widespread chaos and panic and fear and confusion, they can't last. They're only for a season. Despite the setbacks, we must continue to go forward and never give up. Don't be afraid of the loud sounds and the loud noises. Don't be a runner and go hide because you hear loud sounds and you don't understand what, what they mean and why they're happening. Be a stayer. There are many just like you that are running toward the sounds and are not afraid to go into combat. They're not afraid to fight for their freedom. They're not afraid to take by force what belongs to them. Like Isaac took by force the wells that the Philistines dug up and closed up and filled up. That used to be a source for water. Now they're not because of what the Philistines did. Isaac and his, and his servants weren't afraid to take back by force what belongs to them. The enemy wants to scare you with loud sounds and loud noises. So you won't take by force what belongs to you. Don't let him do that. He's not a winner. He's a loser. You are the one that's victorious. So walk in the victory. Hope that encourages you today, wherever you are and however you're hearing. They call me Mr. You, the podcast. Thank you again for joining our show and for supporting us. Thank you for your comments and for listening, sharing, and subscribing. Go change the world. Enjoy the music. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.